Pirkei Avot initially consisted of five prakim, which makes the last mission in the fifth parak very significant. The last Mishnah concludes with a short statement from Ben Hehe, three-word statement, Lafum Sahara Agra. The reward is proportional to the effort, to the pain, the pain required in doing something. Yaakov Meim Lois explains that this is the conclusion of the Masechta, so that after people learn all the things that are required, all the goals that we should have, a person should not give up hope and realize that it's all about the effort and not just how much we achieve. <clears throat> One can also see Ben Hei's statement as connected to the beginning of the particular Mishnah. This is how the Shoshanim Ladovit explains it, and it seems how the Rambam here and in Hilchas Tamatora explained it, that it connects to Limud HaTorah specifically. But Ben Yona explains along these lines that it's connected to Ben Bagbag's statement that a, per, that a person should continue, continue learning Torah again and again. It's according to the Sacha, it's according to the effort, and therefore a person shouldn't be deterred from it. As Rav Nechunya ben Akan said in his Tfilah, Brachos Tafchav Talad Amadbet, that we say in Asiyum, Anu Amelim Behem Amelim, Anu Amelim Mekabim Tzachar, Behem Amelim Behem Mekabim Tzachar. As the Chavetz Chaim explains, in the regular world, people get the Sachar for the product that they create. When it comes to Torah, we get it for our effort. One could also add, um, this is actually Shoshana Ladovid, that um, specifically Ben Hehe, it seems, was a ger. And he was making a statement about the process of becoming a ger. We try and deter him because of the effort that's going to take. And his response is the fum sara agra. So it's relevant to all aspects of Avodah Hashem, Liman HaTorah, Mishon in general, and, and, and even the process of becoming a ger. There are two words in this three-word statement that require clarification. The word sara and the word agra. Regarding the word sara, some explain that it means the effort that a person puts in. This, the Rav Yah, connects our Mishnah to another statement that Berhehe is involved in. Berhehe asked Hillel, what's the difference between an Eved Elohim and a Tzaddik, both referred to in the Pasuk in Chagai. <clears throat> and he answered, Chagiga Taftesimit Beis, an Eved Elohim is the person who learns what they're learning 101 times and not just 100. The person who's learned it 100 times assumably knows it well. The person who learns 101 times appreciates the importance of the effort. Or the Gemara in Megillah Da'afavu Medbet, which says, Yagati umatsati ta'amin. It's the Yagiya, and not just the result of the knowledge. This is how the Ritva, Kedushin Da'afavu Medalaf Medalaf, the Ritva and Tosas there explain the added greatness of a person who fulfills a mitzvah that their mitzvah to fulfill, <clears throat> because they're commanded, the Satan puts up a stronger effort against them. And again, the Fum Tzara Agra. Interestingly, this is how the Orachayim explains God's special words in reference to Kalev, who he said had a Ruach Acheres. And the Orachayim asks, why is it mentioned to Afka specifically regarding Kalev and not Yoshua? He explains that Yoshua had Moshe davening for him remove the Yetzirah from his path. But Kalev didn't have it. He had this added possibility. He had to struggle to do the right thing. <clears throat> That's why he got the extra Shevach. The Fum Tzara Agra, the effort that it would take. Interestingly, parenthetically, he's also described there as Eved, which is a description we find very few people described as. It seems that after the person has to work, <clears throat> it's the ideal Eved Hashem. The Chida in his Sefer Petach Enayim quotes Rav Chaim Vital, who said that he asked the Ari 
greater than we are. So what is our effort? What are our efforts worth? And Gary answered using this Mishnah that as per the struggle that we have to put in, <clears throat> the result is that more significant. So one could explain that the phrase tsara represents a broader idea of effort. But literally the word tsar means pain and suffering. Rashi, the Rambam, and the Rami Bartunura all understand this word literally. It's amount based on the pain that a person has to has to put in. This would connect it to the Mishnah in the fifth parak, Mishnah Dalid, which talks about Torah, <clears throat> the Torah being Paspemelach Tochal, living even a difficult life, Vichaye Tsar Tichya, a life of pain. In fact, the Sifri Varim Shinvav quotes Moshe Rabbeinu telling the Jewish people about the Tsar he had to endure in order to to learn Torah. <clears throat> it's not just effort, sometimes it's even difficult and painful. In fact, the Goring Suvis Tafkov Gimelomidbet learns from the Pasukin Kohelet, Bez Tet, the uniqueness of the Chachma, of the Torah, one learns Ba'af, when it's challenging, when it's difficult. There's a uniqueness to that Torah. The Gemara, this is how one could explain the Gemara Nidam Dachayalif, which says, People should be careful in how they treat the children of the poor because the Torah comes out from them. <clears throat> they have to work extra hard and therefore the results are extra special. All these sources relate to learning Torah. Abinu Bachaye and the Rami Bartanura say that similarly this applies to mitzvot as well and indeed we find this in the Rambam in his sixth parak of the Shemun Prakim <clears throat> where he quotes the, our Mishnah in reference to a discussion he has about whether it's better to be a chassid person who's already conquered his uh, Yitzharim and does the right things because of his internal compass, or whether it's better to be someone who is <clears throat> who struggles and works to fight his Yitzhara. The Rambam there distinguishes, uh, he quotes the philosophers who understand that the Chassid who's conquered his Yitzhara is better. The Rambam himself proves from our Mishnah that there's value in the struggle. He distinguishes there between mitzvot sikhliot, mitzvot shimiot, mitzvot that makes sense, we should come to identify with them fully. The mitzvot that we don't understand the reason for should be a struggle that we overcome. And we find this concept of the Fumsar Avra mentioned by many of the Rishonim in reference to mitzvot that are more difficult. For example, the Rambam's own son, Rabbi Avram Ben Rambam, in his Tshuva Simen Shin Pehe, speaks about the added Sahar one gets for being Mekayim, the mitzvah of Shemitah, which is a difficult one to be Mekayim, and he quotes the Mishnah of the Fumsar Avra. So the first word that we just explained is what we mean by the word Sarah. The last word of the Mishnah we need to explain now is the word Agra. So many understand the word Agra means Sachar, means the reward that we get. This is what Rashi says. The Rambam in Hilchas Tamat Torah, Perakim also uses the word Sachar. The Rambam in Perakvav, the Prakim that we just mentioned, also uses the word Sachar there. The point is that we get more reward for things that are more challenging, that are more painful to work through. We often look at the results and assume that they're what's significant, the ultimate reward is for the struggle we put in. The Balatanya famously speaks about how people get depressed, the fact that they're struggling and not succeeding. And he says, there are people that Hashem creates, Dafka for the struggle. And the reward is for the struggle that they work through. <clears throat> it seems from Avos to Rabbi Nassim, though, Perikimul uh, where it says that it's Tov Loliada when he has to struggle. That it's not just the reward, the external reward someone gets, but that it's better for a person if they have to struggle. And I think this can be explained on four levels. 
The first is the Me'iri who explains that we understand something better if we have to work through it. Uh, it could be we're rewarded to understand what we're learning better, or we do just because we worked. That would be along the lines of the Gemara we quoted earlier. When we have to work through, we find what we're working towards. The second point is, it may not be that the understanding is better, but um, our appreciation of something we work for is better. Um, very famously, the uh, Rasha asks his father, Ma avoda azos lachem? The Yerushalmi has, instead of the word avoda, ma Torah why is, is the Lela Seder, why is Judaism so such a tircha, such a bother, so difficult? But specifically, when things are difficult, we appreciate them more. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs talks about how our appreciation for our Yomim Tovim is proportional to how difficult it is. You would have thought the otherwise. A discussion with people came out that the Yomim Tovim we work harder for, Pesach, Yom Kippur, are the ones that the most people uh, fulfill and observe. <clears throat> and we have this in the Gemara in Baba Metziah, where it says a person prefers one kav that they work for than nine kav, over nine kav that they get from somebody else. Similar to the Ramchal and the Beis Yosef based on the Zohar, their explanation for why the world was created to give people a chance to earn the levels they reach, as opposed to the bread of shame, the situation we have without it. In fact, the Radakl and Hoshea Yudimel explains that this is why God speaks about uh, his vengefulness towards the Jewish people when they sin. He compares it to a mother bear. Radak says that a mother bear has to work harder to give birth, and therefore she appreciates more the children that she gives birth to. <clears throat> this explains the Gemara in which says that God gave us three Matanas Tovos, Torah, Eretz Yisrael, Olam Haba, and all of them are Niknes B'Yisurin. We appreciate the things that we have to work harder for. In fact, Chobos HaTalmidim says, the greater the goal, the harder it is to achieve. This can be explained because we appreciate it more. This is how the Gorarie explains Rashi in the beginning of Parshas Lachicha, where Rashi quotes the Medrash, Barashas Rabbah Lama Tes Tes, which says that Hashem didn't initially tell Avraham where he was going, Lechicha so that Avraham would appreciate it more. The Chavivas for the Tsar that we don't know initially causes us to appreciate more when we finally get there. A third level of this we find in the Rambam, um, who explains on the Mishnah that it's not just our level of understanding and appreciation, but the degree to which it stays with us. Something we have to work for, we 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 remember better. It connects to us better. The Gemara, uh, as I mentioned before, Chachmati Amdali. The language of the Gemara is niskaimali. The Torah that I had to learn on difficult circumstances stays with me more. This connects to the Gemara in Brachstav Samach which quotes Rish Lakish, who says that divrei Torah only miskayim, that same word again, someone who has to kill themselves to learn. Things that come easily also go easily. What we have to work and go through difficulty to achieve stays with us longer. This explains the continuation of that Gemara in Brachos, where it quotes Rabbi Yana, who says, that people who are able to produce uh, the butter of Torah, something that's produced, are only people who spit out the milk they nurse from their mother. What this means is the easy money Torah, if a person receives that, they don't end up generating higher levels. If they reject the easy ones, they end up producing higher levels of Torah. If Cook used this idea, this Gemara, to, 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 to reject the attempts to 
make learning uh, user-friendly as opposed to difficult. He said people achieve higher levels when they have to get used to working harder to achieve it. Rabbi Norman Lamb has a fourth level of this where he says that a person who has to work hard, the person becomes a stronger person when they have to work hard to achieve what they need to achieve. Interestingly, Rav Meilich Bittigan tells a story about a street in Lakewood which was hit by Hurricane Sandy. The trees on that street, on one side of the street, were all uprooted, and on the other side of the street, they all remained standing. It was clarified and found that on one side of the street, the owners of the trees had put in a watering system. The trees that had their own watering system did not have to strike deep roots, and therefore they were uprooted. The trees without the watering system had struck down deep roots in order to remain alive, and that's why they were able to stand longer and harder. This mission, of course, is the basis for the famous phrase, no pain, no gain, which I think maximizes each of these words. It's not just the effort, it's the pain, and it's not just the external schar, it's the gain that we gain from the effort ourselves. And the huge lesson here is that sometimes when we have to work hard or when it's difficult, we're frustrated over that. Uh, even if we don't uh, back away, we're frustrated, we should realize that the gain, even in this world, and not just the external schar in the next world, is proportional to the pain.